3: Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening to Steel Talkin'. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do, is be here with you on a Sunday night, and what a beautiful Sunday night it is. My goodness. Of course, both of my producers, Jonathan Lowe, is joining me tonight, but Chris Tubbs is the one that does the 9 o'clock hour, and I hope to get him on one day to talk about arts and entertainment. But Jonathan, it's so great to have you back. How you doing?
4: I'm doing okay. I'm coming to the end of uh Long work and stretch, so uh, tomorrow will be uh, well-received.
3: <laughs> I can imagine. A day off, finally. Yep. Hey, by the way, Twins ball uh, Baseball returns tomorrow afternoon as they head to the Bronx to take on the New York Yankees. The pregame show is at 11 th- 11.30 a.m. and a 12.05 first pitch right here on WCCO. Will you be watching, listening? I. listening? W-
4: I won't be watching because I can't get the twins at my house.
3: Oh, no.
4: Um, I don't think it's – the only way I could get it is if it's on one of the national networks. If, like last night, the game was on uh, Fox, was on Channel 9. And mm-hmm. so I could actually watch that game from home if I wanted to. Okay. This is going to take a second. It's going to take a second. <laughs> Go! So, even though I'm not from this area and I'm not technically a big a fan of the teams from this area over other teams that I root for, I, it's nice to be able to sit down and watch the regional sports channel, which used to be called Fox Sports North, now it's called Bally Sports North, and watch the Twins or the Timberwolves or the Lynx or the Wild be ha- be able to have that opportunity to watch any of those teams the only real the only one and also the uh uh yeah also the 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 loons minnesota united any of those teams they they usually have games on the valley sports north network hmm. the issue is that the people that run valley sports that own valley sports cuz when it was a fox sports Regional affiliate. You used to have um, people. The, the the Fox was the owner. the The Fox Entertainment Corporation was the owner of those regional networks. They they sold off Fox Entertainment, Fox Twentieth Century Fox Studios to Disney. Okay. And with that, they sold off the sports entities. And so they sold those off. At the same time, Disney owned ESPN. So the I think the government, FCC, said, okay, you can't own both of these. You can't own all the Fox affiliates and the ESPN affiliates. So you got to divest them. So Disney divested them. A company bought up the Fox Sports regionals that was called Sinclair. It's called Sinclair Broadcasting. Now, real well, quick. I know about that one. <laughs> yes. So basically what happens in all of these regional – Uh, these sports deals and and any of these, like HGTV does this and Turner does this and all this, all the Turner channels, they go into uh, negotiations with the streaming services, with the cable companies and the streaming services. So Dish, DirecTV, Hulu TV, Sling TV, YouTube TV, all this stuff. They go into negotiations for contracts. In the middle of 2020, after the pandemic hit and all the sports went away for a while, mm-hmm. there was some contract negotiations between this new group that was owned by the Sinclair Broadcasting People and all of the different streaming services and, and, and broadcasting platforms. They didn't work out. Mm. So what the contracts mean? for all these expired. What do you mean?
3: Though, go further into that. What do you mean? So, so, so
4: basically, Sinclair was asking for a higher price than all of these streaming services were were willing to pay. And you've seen—I don't know if you've seen some of these commercials on on whatever platform you have—saying your your subscription to this is going to end on August thirty-first. You need to call and let them know that they need to keep this on the air, and da 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 mm-hmm. So they have those commercials on. They have them on all the time. And most of the times it might last, it, it might go over the deadline, it might last a day. But then a contract gets negotiated and everything's back to normal. That didn't happen in the case of Sinclair and these streaming services. So right now, we're going on two years with with these sports regional networks not being able, able to be shown on Dish Network on DirecTV
3: what
4: on I believe on DirecTV um on YouTube TV on Hulu TV on Sling TV none of them the only place you can get these is like AT&T Now or or cable
0: I
3: did not know that so didn't we have a problem like this about four years ago? Uh,
4: it it it's an ongoing thing. These are ongoing it's an contracts. Ongoing
3: thing, right? Yeah, right. these are ongoing they'll contracts. They'll sign it for a couple years and then they don't. I don't get it. I no, don't, I don't it, understand it, the pain of it all. What's, well, what's the
4: point? It's an it's a negotiation. It's it. They're trying to get to both parties are trying to get to price and to things that they want. Things that will allow. Okay, we have our. Uh, service available to you to watch over the air, but you got to give us something in return. This it's it's all in negotiation.
3: Yeah, but the negotiations ought to include the people who are actually signing up for this, because that's the problem. They were just talking about this a couple of days ago that people are not watching the streaming. They're not they're not as engaged as they were, <laughs> right? When they were constantly watching everything. Oh, by the way, I have a question for you. Did you get a chance to watch? Um, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Ring of Power. Did you get to see
4: I've, it? I've never seen any Lord of the Rings anything.
3: Nothing? I am,
4: I am not your son.
3: What's wrong with you? Are you sick? You got a cold? You got, I've, never, you, you? I've never watched. What's I, wrong, honey? I've
4: never had an interest in Lord of the
3: Rings. You got a toothache? Or Do something? not You're tell not Michael this out? because he, <laughs> will reach, he
4: will reach out to me and <laughs> dress me down for not liking <laughs> I think I've told him. Actually, I think I've told him that before, but still, uh, don't tell your son.
3: Uh, Okay. Well, he's not joining us tonight. Aren't you lucky, Uh, unfortunately, and I'm going to miss him tonight. It'll just be Jonathan Lowe and I, and we have some fun. So I'm looking forward to that, Jonathan. Um, Do we need to take a break before I start talking again? Because you know I can talk all the way through, right? Yeah,
4: let's
1: go ahead and break right now.
3: Okay, we'll take a break, everyone. We'll be right back.
1: Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
5: shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
2: all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time
3: You are listening to Steel talking, I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do is be here with you on a Sunday night, and I mean that. I am excited to talk about this hour because, as you know, President Biden's address uh, to the nation just happened on Thursday, and we're gonna ask some questions about that uh coming up right here on our the city's one plumbing talk and text line, which is six five one four six one nine two two six again that's six. 514619226. Now, this doesn't happen until 735, but we can't wait to hear what you have to say about it because I'm beginning now in this small section to talk about Trump Biden, Trump Biden, the reason why President Biden, uh, his assertion that Trump has, well, Trump and his supporters are undermining American democracy seems to fall on people's ears uh, like they're deaf. I mean, it's like they don't even want to hear it. Um, yet, we are very clear that Trump has now branded President Biden enemy of the state. Um, and that was at a Pennsylvania rally. And I don't know about you, Jonathan, but enemy of the state is serious business. When you call someone an enemy of the state, I mean, I can imagine the FBI is listening. Everybody is listening, going, hey, how, how, how can you say that? And it doesn't seem to be any backlash from that. Are you surprised? I'm I'm
4: not, because we had
3: four years
4: of a an administration and a year and a half prior to that of a campaign that had this type of rhetoric, that had this type of language, and... Overall, the only repercussion that has come through to the former president is that he did not get reelected. Um, there doesn't seem to be any recourse at this point or any, any sort of repudiation from a large portion of the population of what he's saying. And so because he hasn't seen any effects of that, he just continues to do it. He just continues to say it.
3: I just don't think this is good for us as a country, whether we're divided or not. It's just not good. This is the sort of thing that can start a civil war. And I think we've come really close to starting a civil war lately. So to know that the former president is now branding Biden as the enemy of the state, that in itself is um, its controversial. And it's, it's going to hit people pretty hard hard, I think, this week, Uh, because sometimes we'll look at that and go, oh, that really doesn't mean much at all. Well, no, it's actually saying that when someone is called the enemy of the state, that means that they are betraying one's country. They are literally betraying their country. That's why they have that new moniker, which is, you know, enemy of the state. So it's absolutely maddening to me. And it's really important that we deal with this because going around calling people enemies of the state is dangerous to me. It falls on the ears of those who want to hear it, first of all, and it just gives them another reason to wanna to get out into the streets and do so much damage. And I'm trying my best to think of a way to tell you know, my family members or my friends or my associates that I know are definitely Trumpsters and say, but do you really want this? Do you want it to go this far? And I, I don't know what to think about how far it could go. I think civil war is like horrible idea. So I'm not quite sure of how people are looking at this, but this is serious business for a former president to tell the newest president that he is an enemy of the state. What in the world is that? Somebody has to feel some kind of way about that. I do. I mean, it hit me really hard just going into my ears, just going into my mind when I was reading the story. I don't want to just see it on television. I, want to, I don't want to just hear it on the radio. I absolutely want to see, hear it, and really understand. What the former president is really saying by this but it's another way of stirring up the pot getting people angry calling him enemy of the state this is the this is the president of the united states 2022 right now right now and you're calling him enemy of the state i just can't believe it so i'm trying not to get riled up jonathan i'm trying not to get riled up about it because it is so disturbing you remember that movie enemy of the state
4: Oh yes, With Will I
3: Smith. That was such a great movie. Great, great movie. And of course, I don't sit and think that uh, the truth comes through that movie. But I will say that in that movie, they made it so clear: when you say "enemy of the state," that means you are committing treason. Period. You are committing treason. Period. And that means something big is supposed to happen. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to go to prison forever and ever. Amen. You name it. But lately we've been hearing about treason over the last what? 5 years, I would say. Jonathan, you know, this has been happening a little bit here, a little bit there, a whole lot there. Well, it, oh it, my god. It there. depends
4: it depends on who you listen to. For some people they will say that George W. Bush was treasonous with how he or should be brought up on war crimes for how he handled um Iraq. Right? Mm-hmm. For other people you talk about Bill Clinton and Clinton is um, I don't know if, if treasonous is the word, but they would talk about whitewater. Um, right. For President Obama, people will talk about either Benghazi, which again ties back to the Clintons, or they'll talk about uh, Fast and Furious under uh, uh, Attorney General Eric Holder. So every president has their detractors who says they should be Put behind bars for whatever specific re- reason.
3: Yeah, but have you heard any other state? Have you heard that recently?
4: I no. I, I have not heard that any of these presidents are technically deemed enemies of the state.
3: Yeah, so this is what Trump just said, right? And and so but
4: but again, I, I, I think he's done he's done that with Biden. I think he did that with Obama. I think he's done that with President Obama, basically oh, inching please toward that. show me that. where I can
3: find that. Show me where I can find that. I have never known of a president in my time of the, in the United States to be called enemy of the state. If I am wrong, forgive me, but please let me know where it I, is.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm saying that – I'll try to find that, but I'm saying that is what President Trump was alluding to. I think he was alluding to President Obama being illegitimate with the birther movement. So he's tried in different ways to delegitimize other people. He's done that. It's, it's, it's a fact. It's out there.
3: It's almost like a way of taking, the, taking it away from him. It's almost like he says to us what he really is, but he's putting it on someone else. It's weird. It has a name for that thing, but I can't think of it right now. But I don't know if anyone else has been called that. I don't know, but I'm sure going to look it up. But in my in my life, and I've, I'm interested. I've been interested in politics for a long time. I can't remember anyone in my life being called enemy of the state. And it is, it's a it's a present um, president. You know, I just if you can find it, let me know. Okay, just let me know. All right, I'm. Gonna I, I don't think
4: it. I don't think he did it when he uh, trying to clarify. I don't think the, the former president, President Trump, said that about President Obama during. Obama's time in office. I thought he was saying that after he proceeded President Obama. That's what I was thinking.
3: Please let me know if you find that, because I have not found that yet. I really haven't. And I would love to know if there are any other presidents that have been called enemy of the state. All right. We got to take a break in a moment. Um, I do want to let everyone know again that, um, as you know, President Biden's address to the nation on Thursday has drawn a very mixed response. And some are saying that the speech divided us more as a country. I don't know how we can be more divided. I don't. Somebody tell me that. Call in or write in and just say, OK, darling, this is how we can be more divided. Because honestly, I don't feel like we can ever get any worse than we are right now. But maybe there is. God forbid. Okay. So it says, if some are saying that the speech divided us more than as a country with others thinking that it was just telling us that today's reality, so what do you all think? I want to know what each and every one of you listening right now is thinking about this. All you have to do is call in on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And that number is 651-461-9226. You can either call us and talk to us or you can text us with your concerns. And we would love to hear from you. And that is coming up at 735. All right, Jonathan, we're going to take a break, do some news and come back. Can we learn to love again? I don't know. I'm, I'm really trying to be as optimistic as possible. Welcome back, everyone. As I said, um, the phone lines are open to you at 651 461 You can send a text or you can give us a call, and I believe we have some texts right now, Jonathan. Tell us about them.
4: Yes, um, there are a couple texts, and, and if you will allow me, there was a text regarding the ballet sports thing that I wanted to bring up and, and correct a listener on real quick and then we'll get back to the to the biden texts and the trump texts so the first text was regarding the um the valley sports and and two of these came from the same person um he was talking about Bally sports launching a new app that will be available starting at the end of this month uh where you can purchase it for twenty dollars and be able to watch streaming services and unfortunately the twins will not be uh will not be a part of that because Major League Baseball has not come to an agreement on that. So if you are listening out there, you can purchase the service at the end of this month for $20 to watch some of the ballet sports uh, teams that you would normally see. And and I'm sorry to cut in on that, but I just wanted to make sure that that got through. Uh, The the same gentleman talked about uh, Mr. Biden, Mr. Trump. Uh, Who started the attacks and smears on conservatives as being dangerous extremists? It was Biden who started the divisive name-calling and hate. Why don't you call out Biden on this extreme rhetoric? Because you are a far-left-dim Biden lover. Your bias is obvious and disgusting.
3: I don't even know how anyone can call it bias anymore, because at this point it is truly what we believe. We have become so... um, almost paralyzed, uh, forgive me for using that term, but it really does feel as though I am standing still and can't move left, right, north, south. And I keep asking myself, then what are we going to do? So this has been going on where, uh, for former president would always say it's the fault of the Democrats. And then the, the, the Democratic president currently, you know, they're saying that he's saying, oh, then we're just terrible people and it's all the Republicans problem. The bottom line is that we are completely separated. If you take Every other piece around it, just get rid of all the pieces that that make it all messy, and you had to dig through all the dirt just to find it. No, all you have to do is say it, and just look around you. We are separated. I I was just in my neighborhood. We've had plenty of people, new people moving into this neighborhood, and I am stunned that they will not speak. I've literally walked up to them and said, hi, I'm Geraldine. I live right here or down here, and just wondering, are are you in the neighborhood? Won't talk to me. That has never happened in the 31 years my mother has lived here, ever. And if you want to ask, you know, who is, who is responsible for all of this, absolutely, it's D.C., right? And, and all of the minions that come along with it, whether you are not a, if you are a liberal and you don't want to be called a minion or you are, you know, a, a MAGA person and you don't want to be called a, a Republican, whatever it is, the bottom line is that it stinks. We are never going to launch forward if we keep living like this. I keep expecting some major thing to happen. Go ahead, Jonathan.
4: There's another text on here that's kind of in that same vein. Um, I agree with you, but Trump supporters will say he was justified to say this because Biden called Trump and his supporters a danger to democracy. Hillary Clinton said Trump supporters were deplorables. Obama said Republicans only believed in God and guns. MAGA supporters would say those descriptions were just as bad.
3: But well, we can turn around and talk about all the things that were said about us as Democrats. We, I mean, this has been going back and forth and it has gotten worse to the point where forgiveness. Does anyone even think about forgiveness? Do they even talk about it? Do you ever say to yourself, I live in an area where it's all Trumpsters. Do they, do you ever say to yourself, but I think I'm across that road and go over and talk to some other people just to let them know I'm thinking about them. No. You don't hear that. That's how divided we are. How do we stop and come together? The last time we were like this was the Civil War.
6: 1854
3: yeah, yeah. started, right? So, and, and, and it didn't last that long. But the bottom line is that we had to go out and kill one another in order to get to the point where we can start healing. That's ridiculous. So one, because now the guns are More powerful. More powerful. There's so many more of them, and it's not going to be some soft thing, you know. No, no, no. It's not going to be a few people that get killed. No, no, no. I'm talking millions of people are going to die, and that's what we want. Go ahead, Jonathan.
4: So one more text, and then we'll go to the caller that's uh, waiting patiently on the line. Thank you for waiting. Shortly before the break, there was the statement, it depends who you listen to. There are are ways to get real information. The former president is not one of them.
3: Say it one more time, Jonathan.
4: Shortly before the break, there was the statement, it depends who you listen to. There are ways to get real information. The former president is not one of them.
3: Okay, so this whole listening thing uh, has, um, to me, is a big piece of all the problems we're having. I remember when the news, um, the news that would come on locally or nationally, they were very careful with their words. They didn't want to get people divided right? They're not, They're trying to say, yeah, you're on this side and I'm on this side, but I'm not trying to stay divided. And they would come together from time to time, right? And really get some work done when Congress could actually get stuff done. Well, then we've gotten to the point now where not only are we divided with who is a Republican, who's a Democrat, who's an Independent, we are divided by the way we look, where we live, what we think, what we read. Everything is dividing us. I would think when you go to church, that's going to bring you together. But no, as a Christian, A lot of these churches now are completely divided. Oh, no, this church is a MAGA group. That's only MAGA folk go to that one. And then over here, the Democrats go to that one. It's ridiculous. This is how bad things are getting. So my frustration, and I cannot tell you how painful it is, because all I want to do is talk about forgiveness. And I know I can't, but because we have a caller, can you tell me who's on the line? Nick from Vadnais Heights. Hello, Nick. Welcome, and thank you for holding on. Oh, you're welcome.
7: Good evening to you, Geraldine. Um, it sounds to me as if you're undermining Trump. How?
3: Tell me how.
7: Because you're talking more about what Trump's saying than what, than what Biden's saying.
3: We have had the news Telling us for months now that Biden is hated by Trump and Trump is hated by Biden.
7: Biden, uh, yeah. It's
3: not, but it's not true. It is absolutely not true. And, and if if I try my best to tell all of my dear friends who don't, who are not Democrats like I am, and we sit down and have mm-hmm. dinner, we get to talk about it, and we actually come up with some ways of saying, "Well, we can do this together." Together we can make this make sense. That's the whole problem, Nick. I don't understand why that happens, but every now and then, all of a sudden, a big group of people will come together and go, okay, enough is enough. We have to love on each other for a while. Do you believe in loving on each other for a while, whether you are for Trump or whether yes. you are for Biden?
7: Yes, and I'm for Biden. So I'm then, for
3: Biden. What do but- you feel about his words in his speech and where we are today?
7: I feel, well, first of all, I listened to the 2020 debate, and they were debating each other in 2020. And I'm also blind, and so that's why I'm also a Biden supporter, because Trump has no respect for the disabled. Mm.
3: You know, it's interesting you said that because a lot mm-hmm. of times we look only at, and I'm not saying this about you, but yeah. I've had to catch myself even, uh, only looking at what I want, what I want done. Right. Right. And I had yeah. to stop that and really talk to Geraldyn and say, "Geraldine, you don't get mm-hmm. to do that because we are com- we are supposed to be the united, united, right. United States of America, yeah. right? So I've worked on that really hard. Do I always make sure that happens? No, but I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And I do hope that what you've been saying tonight can hit the ears and, and, and the hearts of people that are listening. And hopefully we can all just stop and go, hey, maybe I should just just let this go, this hatred go on either side, yeah. whatever that is.
7: Okay. But it sounds like the only part of the message you're saying is Trump's message.
3: Why? I'm saying Trump's message because we talk about it on the radio. We look at it on television because his message needs to be heard. We need to understand what is exactly being said. Have you ever heard someone say something to you and you really don't remember it or you thought, now, what was that again? It was important. See, this is why we have to keep saying it. We have to keep saying what Biden is saying. We have to keep saying what Trump is saying until we finally come back together. And that's what I'm hopeful for. Yeah, I agree. Thank oh, you so much. i got to let you go. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for calling in. All right. Do we have any other callers or texters? I believe um, Julie in Minneapolis is joining us. Hey, Julie, welcome.
0: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I'd like to try to just get in on one succinct point. You know, it reminds me of Psychology 101, which is for me in college a really long time ago. A long time it's ago for project- me, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. called projection. And... Just think of how Trump has been attacked for the for instance for the last several months. He you are the enemy of the state. You are a traitor. January sixth. Okay, so he's turning it around and he's calling Biden a traitor. It deflects attention, but it's simple projection. And I'll tell you, Gerlin, the first time I realized that uh this was part of the long term game plan of the Republicans was many years ago. Might have been twenty, twenty five years ago when the republicans were constantly saying year after year after year the democrats are legislating from the bench well look what's happened to the supreme court the republicans have legislated from the bench big time because they picked the attorney It's projection 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 and to tell you the truth Sherilyn, i don't even get upset about it because it's the same boring game plan now what do you all think about that
3: Okay, what do you Thank think you. about not doing? It? Hold on, before you uh, hang up, Judy. Yeah. What do you think about it when you say, "Okay, I'm just I'm just listening. I'm watching. I'm I'm watching all this. How are you getting involved? Are you are you engaging others that don't believe as you believe?"
0: You know what, Geraldine? To tell you the truth, most of my family, most of my friends, most of my acquaintances—they're not Trumpers. Now, I got some distant cousins, older, you know, that live up north in small towns. But um, I am—I'm not currently on a job, you know, where I'm confronted with this all the time. So um, it isn't that I go out of the way that I don't want to make a variety of friends. It's just that that's the way it so happens in my family, and in my circle.
3: Wow, I really appreciate you joining us tonight, Julie. Thank you for clarity. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right, we're going to have to take a break uh, in, in just a moment, uh, Jonathan. And I know that if you'd like to join us with a text message, you are welcome to do so. All you have to do is call 651 461 to send your text in, or you can call us and actually join us live uh, right here at WCCO. We'll be back. It is now 7.53 here at WCCO, and welcome back. We are so happy and grateful that you are calling in and writing in to let us know what you think about this subject. And, of course, we're talking about how in the world are we going to be able to forgive one another? How are we going to move forward as a country? I just don't know how it's going to work, but we have two callers that might be able to answer that. Jim is calling us from St. Paul. Hey, Jim. Hello there. I haven't been here for
7: a while, but let me tell you what I think, Carolyn. I, I don't care to talk to these people. If anybody knows what's been going on and have, don't have their head up their, a certain orifice, uh, to, to think that these people are rational when they know that everything Trump says is a lie. Everything. He hasn't told the truth since his name, and I'm I'm not sure that's his real name. Hmm. But that. what I'm trying to say is, I don't care about these people. I really don't. I'm going to do the only thing I can, and that's to vote. And I'm not going to miss voting, and that's what we got to do. These people are not worth talking to.
3: I disagree with that, but I appreciate you calling in, Jim. Thank you so much. We're going to go over to Julie calling in from Hastings. Hey, Julie, welcome.
6: Well, hi, Carolyn. And you know what? Thank you, because I'm one of of those people that he just said I'm going to flat out say I'm a Republican and I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. Here's where the problem lies in my opinion. We all think okay, this is my party and I this is the way. But there are certain people out there that if you don't think the way I do, then you or nothing. You know what I mean? We need to respect the opinions of everybody.
3: Not if everybody respects think, our opinion as well. Now, that is a, a good point that you just brought up, Julie, because yes, here's the deal. And,
6: and, and I, we, we need to have an open mind. You know what? And everybody says Donald Trump lies. Well, you know what? Maybe Donald Trump believed if I believe in God and, and somebody else don't, does that mean I'm lying? You know what I mean? It's like, people, start using your heads and think straight. Nobody is going to think on the same level.
3: I got you, I, Julie. I got you. And I you know appreciate what I'm you calling saying? in. We all, I, I, I mean, do I what respect
6: what everybody is saying, Okay, Okay, but
3: Julie, I have to let you go. I'm so sorry. We're running out of time. Uh, Thank you so much for joining in tonight. Um, I still do want to say, though, to everyone that is listening, uh, thank you so much for sending in your text messages and calling in. Uh, But here's the deal. We cannot be the ones in this country to just stop talking. We stop talking, and we have nothing, nothing. We have a voice. We have a tongue. We have all of this on us for a reason, because communication is where the healing begins, It actually begins if we can just come together. So no, sir, Jim, I do not uh, agree with you that I don't want to talk to these people. This is one of our biggest problems. How about saying I'm going to start going to a coffee shop and asking someone who's sitting by themselves or they're not on a computer or reading a book and just say, do you mind if I join you? That happened to me in in New York City. And I tell you, it changed my life. A young man, about 20 years younger than me, sat next to me and just wanted to sit and have something, a pe- some coffee and, and a donut. And I said, absolutely, you can join me. Every other seat was taken. And it made a difference. He came to the show that night with his wife. We sat and laughed and talked. And a friendship became, became, became because of that moment. And all it takes is a moment. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Coming up next... We've got Roshini Rajkumar's brother joining us tonight. I can't wait for you to to introduce him to you. We'll be back.
2: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?